Christians clap. Clap, Christians clap. Clap, Christians clap. If you wanna be saved, if you wanna live holy, I wanna see you about the category of saved and holy. C H R I S T. C H R I S T. I just wanna be saved. I just wanna live holy. I just wanna be a Christian. The reason my sins were forgiven, ah, it was the blood, it was the blood, so wow, it was the blood, it was the blood, oh, it was the blood, it was the blood, that saved my life from sin, ah. What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Boy Please Whatever podcast, your favorite podcast, the only podcast that matters. Why am I not just scoot over, scoot over? <laughs> I'm hanging out the camera right. What's up, y'all? Again, thank y'all for tuning in. Happy Monday to everybody. Shout out to everybody already in the comments. Y'all know I love to see it. I see Patrick, you get to set an alarm. There ain't no wrong with it. As long as, long as you're here, buddy. Hey, Derek. Hey, Darnell. Open Relationship Podcast. What it do? Make sure you guys subscribe to them as well. Those are my buddies down in Atlanta, Georgia. Hey, Tierra. How you doing? Again, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, today is Monday, and of course, we're here to talk some shit. I have my cousin here. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. My name is Brittany Shelby Sessoms. I got her information at the bottom of the screen as well. We're going to get into that too. Why she has a website and my cousin's fucking fabulous, you know? And uh, before we get there, make sure you hit the subscribe button and also hit the notification bell and turn that on. Make sure the notification bells are turned on because sometimes if you just subscribe, it'll just have you subscribe. You won't know shit until after I've already posted. So make sure you do me that solid as well. And uh, also, if you are listening, make sure you are subscribed to me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and it's one more I always fucking forget, Overcast. Yeah, I'm on a lot of places. So, hey, Catrice, what's up, Montel? So, yeah, um, of course, I always start talking about my weekend. Uh, this Third, my weekend really started Thursday. So I went and got my hair done. My sister got married this weekend. Oh. Congratulations to my sissy, her and my brother in law, Michael Bailey. Um, she got married this weekend and I got my hair done, right? My sister was like, I want your hair in a man bun. I don't like my hair in a man bun. It's only in a man bun. I don't feel like doing it, as you can see. So she was like, I want your hair in a man bun. So I got my hair done. She cut a fucking shine. She was like, I want your hair in a fucking man bun. So to be the, the great little brother I am, I took my hair down and I had to wear a man bun. That motherfucker was this tall on the top of my head. I was like, I hate this. <laughs> she was like, you look so handsome. So I got my hair done uh, Thursday. Well, no, I took my hair down Thursday. So I wasted some money getting my hair done. And then um, what did I do? So Friday was the actual wedding. So we got ready for that. So I'm going to show a picture of my sister, who was the most beautiful bride I've ever seen. I'm going to cry. Her mother, mother, Her fucking wedding was out in Galloway, Tennessee. So uh, fuck you to all the bartenders that uh, I told, I tried to book, and they was like, I can do it. And when I gave them the address, they was like, I can't come. <laughs> but Galloway really wasn't that far. It was like maybe 20 minutes from Wolf Chase Mall. So, yeah, uh, basically, that was my whole weekend. We partied down. We got down to get down. I don't ever have to be in another fucking wedding in my life. My feet were hurting. Um, what else happened? My uncle got on the, DJ, on the DJ's nerve. Uh, my family is very, very particular about music. And, um, you know, our, our, our music is not everybody else's music. <laughs> and I told him before the wedding started, like, hey, bro, 
we own it. Like, you know, play all the good shit. Like, Maze, Hutch, Old School, Bring Us Back Around, Play a Fly, Little A-Ball, all that. But um, he played, um, this is how we do it. It's Friday night. And I was like, we ain't for the long haul. That's a long time hit, though. Yeah, but you got to put some blues right. right there. You got to show us that yeah, you you don't start out with it. Yeah, you nah, got to show us that you can you know come on with the come on. So anyway, yeah. he uh, <laughs> but he kind of got there towards the end. People was leaving by that time, but uh, my my uncle really pissed him off. My uncle like went up to him and was like, "Hey, bro, look at the fucking dance floor. No one's on it. Like it was that type of shit." So. My uncle got on his ass, but uh, shout out to Uncle Keith. He don't play this shit. But anyway, <laughs> the wedding was beautiful. Uh, I rested all fucking weekend long after that. We had a family reunion in Sardis, Mississippi. That ran all of my gas out of my car. But anywho, I slept, slept, slept. I took off work today because I was still fucking tired. But anyway, let's get into the meat of the motherfucking conversation. I have my cousin here again, uh, Brittany. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, you all. I am Brittany Shelby Sessoms of Charlotte and Pickens, the youngest big mama or my dear that you will ever, ever, ever meet. Um, yeah. My cousin sells. Uh, my cousin cures COVID. No, I'm just <laughs> Listen, y'all. During the pandemic, 2020, my cousin was making not your ordinary, not so ordinary elderberry syrup, and there is a propensity potion as well. She was making. I'm telling y'all, she was curing the fucking masses. I'm talking about. Like I was in circles with people at not parties curing. with people. Prevention. She was. I was not curing anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. Listen to me. I <laughs> was suggesting herbal supplements. <laughs> I was in circles with people, y'all, and everybody got COVID but me, type shit. You know, and I still got some Same in my fridge thing. now. Like seriously, like I know people that didn't even get the um what were they called the vaccines, and they would come to see her fucking. Faithfully, you know what was funny was still tickles me to this day when I knew you were serious about COVID and people being around your kids. So normally I knock on my cousin's door, I come in the door. Y'all, I knocked on the door and I was like, I put one foot on the step and that <laughs> motherfucker was like, he's strong, showing me like, yeah, get your shit. <laughs> and that still tickles me to this day. Cause I didn't let her know I noticed it, but it was so funny. But you gotta respect that. That's her house, and she was like, don't bring your ass near. <laughs> Like, you buying this elderberry, motherfucker, but I don't know if you're really taking it. But, yeah, I was buying it paper. So, if you do need, like, any type of preventative measures from getting sick, colds, whatever, like, I, I swear by it. So, check the website out. We do offer shipping all across the U.S. <laughs> so, right. Hey, so. But, anywho, um, Derek said he's putting in his smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, some people have put on their pancakes. Um, it tastes like Delta syrup in a way. Yeah, it's it tastes like Delta syrup in a way to me. Like I was like, this shit kind of sweet. When she was saying her kids liked it, I was like, okay. Yeah, all kids like it, but I made it like that because I ain't like thick, nasty medicine yeah. when I was little. So, so I fucked with it. But anywho, uh, the title of tonight's show is uh, "I Don't Think I Like Your Religion." Uh, I'm a huge PJ Morton. I like your religion. I'm a huge PJ Morton fan. And um, where you at? I'm trying to find your mouth. Oh, okay. there you go, my <laughs> There you go. Uh, I'm a huge P.J. Morton fan, and he has a song called uh, Religion, and there's a lyric from his song, and I think it basically covers everything that we're going to cover tonight. Uh, if you are a faithful listener, you do know, well, I hope you know that I don't subscribe to uh, what is going on with my Wi-Fi. Hold on, y'all. I keep doing it. 
I'm gonna take a pause. Should I pay my bill? But anyway, <laughs> it does this sometimes. But um, for those who are faithful listeners, you do know that I don't really subscribe to the religious. Um, well, I don't say religious. Well, to religion at all, really. But in particular, the Christ, the uh, Christian faith. And um, yeah, so my cousin, we share some of the same views and thoughts. We were both brought up in church, singing in the choir. And the funny thing is, y'all, black people have some family reunions. <laughs> Men, this motherfucker. <laughs> Start going back and seeing Big Mama or showing some pictures or yes, something. Men, this reason. motherfucker. I'm glad I brought that up. Me and this motherfucker were seeing each other almost every other weekend at a fucking midnight musical. And the whole time, our grandmothers are fucking sisters. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how close we are. Right. Our grandmothers are sisters. Right. So, um, yeah, start having family reunions. It's, it's starting to get fucking ridiculous. At the this children point. deserve it. The children really, really deserve it. Fuck all the bullshit who mad at who. Start having some motherfucking nah, family for reunions. Real. Drop your kids off. You ain't got to stay. Fuck you and your attitude. You ain't got to stay. You do got to stay. Bring yes, your you kids. do. You got to stay. <laughs> you always got to stay too. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm sick of it. Me and this girl could have been growing up together. We were damn, we were grown. Yeah, we, when we found grown. that we were very ground. We found and, that our, we and our mama's was very close. My mom was like, like "Oh what? yeah, I, do. I spent the weekends. Like, I spent what? summers with Bridget. Yeah. What <laughs> the fuck do you mean you spend summers with this right. lady's mama? Yeah. Swear to God, everybody was like, "Oh yeah, Bridget. Yeah, you know Bridget. No, I don't know Bridget. Right. But yeah, um, just want to make that point there. But anyway, um, we both grew up in church, singing community choirs, and you know." Shouting in church, singing, clapping hands, rejoicing, and then here comes an enlightenment. So and still um, will, and still will. Still I will. will my no no, baby. I will come to church. <laughs> Being that motherfucker, you have you confused. Just Having a ball, but we're right. gonna get there too. But it was because it was definitely a process for me. Mm-hmm. So, cousin, if you will start off telling us about like your story, I want to, for lack of a better word, we're gonna call it enlightenment. Mm. But you know. I don't know. Well, you know, I was baptized at three down in Mobile, Alabama, at another old country church called New Life. <laughs> little old country church. Um, and so I kind of always had a connection to the spirit world, even when I was little. Like I had imaginary friends. My mother can vouch for all of this. I don't know if she's watching, but like I had imaginary friends. I love to play with the ants, the roly polies. I named my company Charlotte and Pickens because. Um, our grandmother's sister, Sarah, my great-grandmother, had a garden. I was raised around people who did textile, art, gardening, cooking from scratch, um, all that kind of stuff. And so I've just always been in touch with everything around me. And my mom used to tell me I couldn't say the word before bedtime, but I really can. I still can. Um, and so that was always my scope. And so I guess always having this very big heart for the world, Um I always had questions, like, from eight years old. And I remember when I got my first Bible, um, of course, it was one of those, like, kids, uh, NIV virgins or something like that. So it broke it down, you know, really in layman terms. And I was a reader, so I was so excited to get it. You know, I was deep in, like, I love Gina Stewart, uh, Christ Baptist. She could preach her tail off when I was a kid. (laughs) You know, and I was just always just um, a, a very spiritual and wise child, old folks used to say I was wise beyond my years. Um, and then as I grew older and started pressing through church and mostly started, like, paying attention to how I was living life according to this doctrine, um, it just wasn't lining up. And so 
Um, I just was like, this just doesn't fit. And so I started, you know, studying for, you know, I'm not going to go too deep into that, but looking into other sources of information, cross-referencing, and things like that, and finally made a very courageous decision. I think Y2K, year Y2K, I remember Y2K, you know, everybody's talking the world's going to shut down and shit. Um, I remember going to watch night service, and I was like, where is God anyway? We were traveling there, and, you know, every time the world's going to shut down. I'm like, what, where is God anyway? My granny said something. Um, to this day, my maternal granny, who's still alive, um, she said something very profound, and I carry it with me to this day, and she said, that little voice inside your head, um, that's God. And so I was in the back seat, and I remember relating it to the cartoons. You know how when you do something or you got to make a decision and you got um, your bad side yeah. and your, your good side, you know, weighing and it's your voice. But it's you, though. Right. And so ultimately how I live my life has come back to that truth for me in simplest terms, my ori, my mind, um, my head. Yeah. I, and when Brittany... Um both of us are very, very vocal, right? And I tell people sometimes, I was like, my cousin make me nervous sometimes because, like, <laughs> she's, like, off the cuff. You piss her off like it's a rap, you know? Me, I'd be like, eh, I'm a cancer, so I try to be a little bit more emotional until you just give me support. But I'm a I cancer moon, off. so it's there, yeah. but I'm still going to analyze. <laughs> I got Aquarius rising, so justice still will be served. But, I mean, yeah. you know. But when she, when she uh, got to that point in her life, you know, it was a thing of, and keep in mind, I was getting to know her in that space as my cousin. And then I was like, okay, cousin on something else against what I was raised on. But I never treated her any different. But when I started having, um, and like you said, not to get too deep into it, but there was a particular name uh, in the Egyptian spiritual realm that I kept seeing everywhere. And I uh, decided to look it up. And yeah. it, it was, no, it was Horace. Okay. And I was like, hmm, what is this? Because, you know, I was at church singing in the choir, having a good time, and I never thought I would be here mm-hmm. where I am. Never thought I would be here. Like, in um, <clears throat> what I came across was just too real for me to ignore. Because one thing about myself, like, even with my sexuality and me believing what I believed in in that time, that also caused some type of thorn in my side because I was like, no one, including this Bible, can tell me the way I am and what I've been feeling is going to lead me to a, a life of eternal damnation. So I had already had those thoughts in my mind, too, like you. And when I was young, when I found out that it was written by man, I was thinking to myself, me knowing how I feel inside, if I didn't like Brussels sprouts, would I put that in here? That it's a sin or an abomination to, you know what I'm saying? Because I just think Cause it's, it's my world, right? Yeah. Hey, mommy. Mom said, hey, Brittany. Hey, cousin. I think, yeah, it was like, you know, it's my experience. So I'm like, if I have the power to do that and the Bible teaches that man isn't perfect and knowing that man wrote this, it's like, yeah, I would throw some bush in here because I just don't think God gives a fuck about shrimp and shellfish and pork. <laughs> and I just thought, you know what I'm saying? So it just, that, and I end up going on this journey and I remember I cried my eyes out. Oh, yeah, I for cried. sure. It is not an easy time. My eyes out. Oh, it's devastation. Yeah, it you, was you, de- think, you think uh, the <laughs> devil is taking over your mind. Right. It's not. Because um, you have that battle within yourself, too. Oh, like, yes. is this the devil? Because you've been, this has been conditioned and indoctrinating yeah. to you since, you know, three for me. I, I thought that was the way to go as far as what I was feeling. Right. So. You know, and it just wasn't, it was, it got to the point where I had to sit back and realize, like, I was told to worship 
what I was worshiping or oh. who I was worshiping. So I never thought that there was there was anything else other than, you know what I'm saying? And I would see like Muslims, but I think they were just selling fruit, you know what I'm saying? But like as far as getting into other religions and other cultures, I didn't really give much thought to that. You know, it was just this is what I thought was real and I just left that at that. You know, for me it's it's kind of strange because I, for me, it was always the feeling. I always connected spiritually. I was tapped in. I was three years old. They tell me stories of following Ed Parker, Berea Missionary Baptist Church down the alleyways preaching. You know, so I've always had, like I said, a connection to spirit world, but also that Virgo in me that just has to analyze and has to invoke that knowledge and wisdom. It just wasn't enough in terms of my big heart and what I was doing and, like you said, feeling in prison. So it just didn't match up. Yeah. It's like I know there is something there, but maybe it doesn't have to be this thing that says I ain't got to do it like this, you right. know? Right. Yeah, that's how I feel. When, like, and it was, it was a scary thing, and that's what, like, when I was saying earlier that both of us are very outspoken, it was just something I couldn't. It's it was almost like when a Christian finds Jesus, it's like I gotta let the world know wherever I go, type of shit. So it was just like I feel like we had been robbed of what we really have of our of our culture, regardless of what you believe in. We have been robbed of knowing where we come from and being in touch. And like my cousin called maybe a month ago, and she was like, "Cousin, when I come on your show, we have to talk about how uh, black people want to be everything but African." And this is when I saw this Facebook, particular Facebook post, and I was like, this time for me and my cousin to get on here and talk about it. Someone made a post last week. It was like, no ancestors, no crystals, no horoscopes. All I needed, no sage. All I need is Jesus. And I sent it to her, and I was just like, you know what? This is confirmation for me because for people that are Christian that are following my show, and again, I try to be 100% respectful of where everyone is in life because I can't, demand respect from you and I'm not giving the same thing but when I see stuff like that it pisses me off because I can get on here and affirm all of my beliefs and everything that has been working for me without tearing you down what you believe whether it's whether you're Jehovah's Witness or Pentecostal and it could be some things that I don't agree with like something as simple as women not being preachers or not getting in the pulpit or women can't wear pants, like things like that. I can I cannot agree with it. Or people going like Church of Christ. Y'all can come in here, but you can't pl- cut an organ on. I think that's you know. I think that that will cause a problem for me. But I don't have to dumb you down or come and bash you to say what's working, how this works for me. If sage and burning in crystals, well, burning sage and using crystals, and you know, getting in tune with my ancestors. If that works for me, why not let it work for me? You know, I just, I never could wrap my mind around it. And Christians make posts of like, well, this don't, I don't have to do this. You know, as for me and my house, we'll serve the Lord. And that's cool. Y'all can serve the Lord, but why do you have to bash other religious beliefs to uplift Christ? Yeah, and it's really because, like, if I get on here and talk about, you know, what I think about Jesus for real, you know, everybody going to be like, now, you ain't got to do all that. You right. know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of like, um, you know, as for you and your house, just worry about you and your, you house, your house. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a sacred space and it's a journey where if it ain't for you, it's not for you. Um, we could all say things that's not for us. 
and I probably would have a little more data with mine, probably a lot more. Right. There will, you know, it won't be uncomfortable for me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's what I'm gonna say, you know. Yeah. And so it's it's a matter of like coexisting. I know that probably seems really co- uh, cliche. Um, it's bumper stickers and stuff that says that, but it's really for real because religion, however, spirituality, however you reach that higher source, whatever you think of it to be or call it, um, according to where you're from, child, it's really sacred. So we ain't got nothing right. to do with nobody but you. Right. Um, and so you just can make I statements and just talk about Jesus is enough for me. But when you go into these other modalities that I use, you throw throwing shots. Yeah, and that's what I think it is because – there has been an awakening in a way to me f- with black people starting to dig deeper, uh, starting to get more into burning sage and ancestral work. Because for me, and you have people that feel like, okay, no no one alive has saw Jesus walk the earth. See, I don't be Nobody trying to do alive, that to people. You no know more. what I'm saying? But <laughs> my grandmother is someone I knew. That I saw, yes. that I know loved me, had my best interest at heart. So sometimes when I'm nervous, I will call on my grandma Jean and my granddaddy pap because I do feel like they are watching after me. And people may not get where I'm where I am or feel like that's that's true for them. But like I tell people all the time, re- all religion is faith based. That's why it's called a religious faith. So it's like things, what is it? Uh faith is the substance of things unseen, whatever the scripture is. So mm, I don't know if I would say all religions are faith based. I hmm, I don't. I wouldn't say that. But why not? Because when you get to African cosmologies, I mean, it's really just more, <laughs> science. It's just <laughs> just more about what is. Okay, I'm gonna say that. So yeah. I would just say it's more about what is <laughs> than what is not seen. There yeah. we go. Yeah, but yeah. So I was just saying to say, like, you know, I. Rather, for me, I would rather call on and pull on the strength of my ancestors and pull on the strength of those that I know walk this earth for fact. That, you know, and you have those who feel like, okay, Jesus is enough for me because it reminds me of when I was at a family gathering and we were all talking, all the people our age, we were having a great time. And my cousin was saying how she has a friend that, um, I don't know if she was reading poems or she was like in somewhere. Now I don't want to call her a psychic, but like some like a medium reading poems, burning sage and all that. And she told my cousin the whole journey of her birth. My cousin wasn't even, wasn't even pregnant yet, but she told my cousin the entire journey of her birth. And my cousin was testifying to everyone in the room saying, you know, this was something I wasn't accustomed to. But when she told me these things and all these things came to pass, I couldn't help but believe where she was coming from, you know, and now this is something, and my cousin swears by her friend, like, she was like, go see my friend, because my other cousin, like, I always wanted to have a poem reading or whatever, she was like, well, go see this girl, she's the truth. We all listening, regardless of what you believe in this room, everybody listening, right? Nobody knows, no one else believes besides the girl who's talking. This one girl looked up and said, well, if you just look at, if you just listen to the Holy Ghost, God will tell you everything you need. And I just looked at her, and I stopped, I said, let me stop you right there. Nobody else did what you just did. But you feel like because you were taught Jesus is the way and every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess, <laughs> it's okay for you to do what you just did, and it's fucking disrespectful. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was so disgusted. And she was just like, but Jesus Christ will tell you, but if it's, 
If this girl telling you what just worked for her worked for her, why do you feel like it was your Holy Ghost duty to just completely cut her off and diminish everything she just said? And that's the oppressive piece. Um, you know, I don't mean to get too deep, but that's when you dealing, you know, oppression. We'll say that word and leave it there. You know, um, uh, dealing with white folks' religions. You know, yeah, you used to being oppressed, superior, and so. You know, and that's he's the I only always, way, the truth, and the only light. And so that is that, um, you know, that's that's to oppress others, you, yeah. you, know, you know. Yeah, and that's why I always say when people always talk about uh, white privilege, there's also something I believe in. It's called religious privilege. Mm. Um, I've been in circles where people may feel like if I come into your home and we're praying over the food, and I'm in, and I'm inside of a Christian home, I have no problem bowing my head. Let y'all pray. We eat our food. Because honestly, my mind on these motherfucking chicken and dressing. So I really don't have no problem listening to, you know, whoever you choose to worship because I'm in your home. But I always ask my friends, if you were to come in my home and we about to eat food, would you pray to whoever I choose to pray to? And I know I know that wouldn't be the case. Like when you like I we said earlier, people like to take that as for me in my house to other folks' house. And that shit doesn't necessarily work all the time. I feel like Christians are taught, and whether you know you're being taught this, you're digesting this sense of superiority over other religions. And you're being taught that everybody else is going to go to hell. Like, I know for a fact, I have people in my life right now, they were like, Dietrich, cool, but Dietrich going to hell. Like, you may not ever tell me this, (laughs) but based off what you believe, you have to believe that, if you believe every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess, you believe that I'm not going to see Dietrich on the other shore, <laughs> you know? And it that in a way that bothers me, like, you know, you my friend and you want to say you accept this and you accept me in, in certain instances, but for you to look at me and like, know I'm a good person. Like, I, I feel like you don't, you're not challenging your beliefs in a way. Well, but even then like, okay, but am I a good person? Or do you like sinners? <laughs> Are sinners really fun? You know, you know like, you know. <laughs> I said that on the show before. Saying, I was like, like hell going to be so fun. If, you we know all going to go hell out, but you're it's only fearful right when we get to what I believe in. Not what we just did together, bitch. We just both got drunk, got a tattoo. <laughs> you done had sex or whoever. You got three kids. That's like my family. God kids. You ain't scared of shit else. But when I say I don't but believe, when I in, say Jesus. I believe in Jesus. Yeah, and you. people get offended by that. Like, what you mean? Because I remember a time I had a coworker, was the sweetest lady I ever met in my fucking life. Like, just based, it was my ignorance as well, but just based off of her mannerisms, I was like, this is the sweetest little Catholic girl. <laughs> like, I could just see her going to midnight mass. You know what I'm saying? And that girl was like, I'm an atheist. <laughs> and I was taken aback, but it made me think more like, bitch. <laughs> If this girl is an atheist, my whole idea of what Christianity looks like or what godly, like what being godlike in that sense looks like, I have to reevaluate a lot of shit. Because this girl was so sweet. I'm talking about feed the hungry, like she was understanding everything that the church taught us that non-believers weren't. And she exemplified so many great qualities. So it's just like when people feel like, you know, I'm out here doing everything. I have a good heart. I'm giving. You know what I'm saying? I'm just living my life, not bothering anybody. And this 
religious system teaches you that people are going to hell just based off because they won't subscribe to what you subscribe to. When we indeed are the ones, well, not us, but black people, black Christians are the ones who refuse to research anything else other than what somebody gave them and told them, this is the unadulterated word of God. Don't stray from this. Don't question God. And yeah. everybody got questions. I don't give a fuck who you are, how deep in religion you are. Everybody has questions. Even if you have them about yourself, which, you know, that's supposed to be what it's about, right? Church is a hospital for the sick. Yeah. You know, even if the questions are about yourself, I'm sure you have some. And this is a photo I saw a long time ago. And I'm going to share this. And a lot of people aren't going to like this photo. I'm not sure why. They like Koji. But a lot of people... They like Koji. It's like the church of the churches. Yeah, but it's people... The this is a photo of Bishop Charles Harrison Mason for the ones that are listening. Uh, this is a flyer for... He's the founder of the Church of God in Christ. And uh, this is a flyer of him holding... Well, holding and has on the table like roots and skulls and bones and all of that. And... Um, in that article, it said he used roots to discern God's will and practice familiar in a practice that was familiar to those who had experience with hoodoo. And black church in Memphis, like well, black church period, we have a different idea, a different look when it comes to church. Like the Holy Ghost being filled with the spirit. And I was just telling a friend last week, cousin, like, we all can go back and think about a time when we saw like videos in Africa or even movies of black people, African people dancing around campfires and just being filled and like overcome with spirit. And like it, it, it mimics us running around the church. It mimics us shouting and the, the way the music make you feel. I've been in church one time and an organ came on. I was like, Ooh, bitch, you feel good in here. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. It's you know what I'm saying? It, it makes you yeah, absolutely. Move, it you shapes know? your water. Yeah. But I feel like black people have to, I wanted to, and like I told her before, I want this show to be something where we go out and have our listeners feel challenged enough. And we're not trying to change your mind on what you believe, but be challenged enough to go out and do the research for yourself. Because if you are anything like I was, I know you have a lot of unanswered questions. Now, it may be some, it takes a very strong individual to do what we did. But, um, Courageous. <laughs> Like, I'm telling you, I wept. And honest. <laughs> right, and you have to be honest. Courageous yourself. and honest. Yeah, but it, you really need to uh, just check out and just don't take shit for face value. A cousin called earlier, there's a video. I know if you guys are on TikTok, there is a, a shadow book, shadow work journal. Is it called shadow work journal? Something like that. Some they yeah. scared of, some other shit they scared of. And it's been going viral online on TikTok. That's when I was first introduced to it, but... All of the testimonials I saw were people saying, like, it changed my life. It made me view myself another way. It pushed me. It challenged me. And the thing is, we have folks who believe, okay, Jesus is everything. Jesus works. But what do we do when it don't work? Like, we have to do more work with our, within ourselves. Because well, well, you know, I like to say things are more the same. And that's, like I said, that's just a place that I've kind of arrived to. Um, in terms of, I might confuse the sh entire shit out of you at church. Like, you might look over and I'm in full-blown, like, <laughs> in. Um, and, like, the, the, the reason is because the ancestors, again, 
who I am connected to. And that's what I mean in terms of, like, just a little more truth. Like, I don't have to, like, believe in my grandmother because, like, literally if it wasn't for her, I would not be alive. Like, I could touch my hand and there is still connection to my grandmother because she's my grandmother. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like enslaved Africans use, like you said, this guy, Charles Harrison Mason, um, they were in, you know, intelligent enough to hold on to their roots. Um, yeah, I'm Kojic, I'm doing Christian, but that influence, hoodoo, is influenced by Central and West African religions and something to hold on to, which I think if we were talking about any movie, maybe a great depiction of that holding on to would be Birth of a Nation, mm-hmm. where they kind of teethered the line of both. And I love to say things are more the same. So, um It's more about, I guess the question becomes, why can't we do both? Because even in terms of me knowing my grandmother and being connected to my grandmother, I'm also connected to just the ground outside. So sage is just a plant that grows, which has these literal chemicals in it that are antimicrobial. That's no fluff. You know, that's just is rocks, crystals. You literally can just go mine some crystals. And they'll be there. In, yeah. You know what That's, I mean? Like, it's really just. Isn't there like, I remember I've seen you talk about on Facebook that there are scriptures backing burning sage. Oh, absolutely. In herbs, frankincense. Um, the alabaster box is an oil. Um, yeah. You know, the, you don't know the oil in my, C.C. Winans. Yeah. Yes, up all kinds of herbs, oils, um, anointing, foot baths. It's all there. Um yeah, things are more the same, but we're more comfortable, like, embracing, like, St. Patrick's Day and <laughs> Cinco de Mayo, <laughs> you know, because we want to get drunk, not realizing that, you know, we, we really got that, too. You know, wine and spirits, we pour libations to our dead homies. We we are in ritual all the time, in fact. We, we drink of Jesus' blood, if you do Christianity, symbolically, right? Not literally or physically, but... These are just things that we can begin to, like, in terms of shadow, not about the self, right, but just things that are darker. Yeah. You could just look at that honestly and have the courage to be like, well, there is a dark part of me, which is basically what the shadow is about, which is why some people probably said that it helps them a lot because the concepts come from a psychologist by the name of Carl Jung, and the shadow is an archetype, which is basically the other side of yourself or the darker side of yourself or the side of you that you wish to repress or the side of you that you tend to project because you don't have the courage or the honesty to face that side and actually embody it and turn it into light, right? And so it's about asking those tough questions, those blockages, accepting that, yeah, that does make me a little jealous or, yeah, I do want to kind of dress a little risque or I am a little bit promiscuous, you know what I mean? Whatever that looks like, um, there is... Seven deadly sins, or you know what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. and to embrace it, but that you know that's not all we're made of. We're, we're made of both polars, and you know, anyway. But I mean, I guess if you're afraid to be that courageous, because it is no joke. It's my no cousin, joke. I have told you, it's no fucking joke. Um, then you can stay safe. But also, if you want to stay safe, don't be posting this kind of things like that because. 
we be choosing to take it rather light because we're considerate. You know what I mean? Like you said, yeah. you're not going to come over my house and pray. You're not going to probably want to come to a fall equinox sister circle without being weirded out. But it's also about respect and openness. Like right. if this is what I'm doing and this is my wedding yeah. or this is my event or my baby shower, be open to what you experience. You know what yeah. I mean? I say and a man both can be very possible as you just saw with Charles Mason. So those sort of things, like, yeah. um, I just feel like we were taught to run away from, like, you when you, on the phone call we had everything African was just seemed it was deemed demonic, and uh, this one lady I remember her saying on Facebook, uh, she was at church, and she said, "I thank God for slavery because I'll be somewhere worshiping a tree," and I was looking at her like, "You can't love Jesus that much." That you thank God that, like, I'm talking about a number we can't even measure of people that died, you know what I'm saying, jumped off of the ships. And, you know what I'm saying, people torn away from their families just so you can have Christ. Like, you can't love them that much. And in terms of that, like, again, something that's unseen, unknown, Margaret Walker um, uh, wrote a poem. If you're listening, um, look up Margaret Walker. I think Margaret Walker for my people. Um, praying to these unseen deities and you know there's parts in her stanzas like that but again a concept of something that is you know the greatest thing ever um, that is intangible we're not going to even get into whether you can find it if it's real the letter none of that just it's intangible but then looking at you know you got folks who be like well what a tree did for you well, she first of all oxygen, <laughs> you know, like yeah. trees cleanse the air. Like we have an interworking relationship with plants and trees, where you breathe out, they breathe in. They, you know, breathe out carbon dioxide. We breathe in oxygen. They cleanse our air literally. So a tree does a lot for us. What else does a tree for us? Well, the Amazon rainforest. Y'all go to the pharmacy, and most of your medicine comes from there, and it's synthesized to make it where you can have your ibuprofen or whatever you got. Right. Trees do a lot. Plants do the clothes on our backs, the gas in our car. Literally, this is made out of cotton. Money. This is silk. I mean, what does a tree do for you? Money grows on trees. They told you it didn't, but there was a lot. And God put this here for me. It provided shelter, goddamn wood, (laughs) to build houses. You know know what I'm saying? And that's when you got to start being like, well, for me, that's when I started being like, wait a minute, God is everywhere and everything. And I mean, even these. Goddamn microphones and this light and this hookup. Like, who thought enough to like this cord is gonna go into here? That has to be God at work. And it's true because even if you're a Christian, we were made in his image or whatever. So obviously it's still a connection there. And even right. if it's above you, it's like it's not like something that's much greater than your own ability. Right. People just look at you and be like, okay, you believe your beliefs are different. So you're automatically the devil. And that's what I wrote down earlier. Everything's not the devil. One thing I will say I learned in my enlightenment journey is something, it was a term they used called the lower self because we want to blame everything. Like, oh, it's the devil. I see. Everything's <laughs> the devil. You know, and everything's not the devil. Like, you have to, there's a balance, and you have to be able to maneuver through that. Like, sometimes... I may feel like cussing the motherfucker out one day. I may feel like I'm above it. That don't mean I'm letting the devil move through me or work through me. And one thing I want to tell people also, if I don't believe in Jesus, you must know I also don't believe in the devil. <laughs> you know what I'm As for me, I know that I'm both of them. So, you know, And that's the level of freedom you get to. Like, right. 
And it's it's really about because it takes a lot more responsibility to choose to be good. I mean, obviously, um, I guess we're used to saying like, well, somebody made me or somebody ticked me off and I had to, you know, that is, a, you know, to me, in my judgment, you don't have much control, which, again, is something that the shadow work and shadow journal could help you rectify. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because at, at our ages, no one should make us do anything. It should be total choice. Right. And you being able to decide like, OK, I went with the cool of the water and let it flow. I done went with the earth and I done been grounded. I done been with the air and just let it breeze on through. But now I'm finna burn your ass up. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. And and not just, you know, it's not like, well, I can't nobody got no heaven or hell to put me in. That is absolutely true for me. But still, I operate in love and light. I govern myself accordingly. We've been hearing that all our lives. But really, it's about governing yourself yeah. accordingly, you know? Yeah. Uh, Montel said, my best friend mama said one time, the devil going to sue the shit out of y'all for defamation of character. And uh, Victor Brown said. I mean, I'm cool with the devil, too. <laughs> can you all go deep? This is your platform. Please don't hold back. This is something that can enlighten our people. And I, 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 I feel that. And the reason we are, in a way, being, like, restraining ourselves. Not restraining ourselves, but just making sure we Being don't respectful. Oppressed. Is, right. <laughs> in <laughs> action. You're watching it. Honestly, Because yes. we actually could go there. But I wrote down. Uh, where is it? Not wanting to offend my Christian friends and family because, like she said, when you when you're when you're so used to being oppressed, you in turn go and oppress another demographic of people, and they don't give a fuck. I guess in a way because we're seen as a minority in many black families, they don't give a fuck about throwing Jesus in our face. Like you, you know, it's my house. I'm gonna do what I want to do. We're gonna pray. You know what I'm saying? And but it's also like we're at a spot. In a place in life where it's like I'm all about love, and if I'm if I have a higher consciousness in this moment, I'm gonna choose to spare your ass for the sake of us. I have a greater cause. responsibility. <laughs> I have a greater responsibility, yeah. and it really is like okay, if you are one of the enlightened ones, or one of the wise ones, or one of the woke ones, then when you know that you know that you know, like I think we know. I ain't gotta prove it's cool. To you. Like I'm, I've grown to a place you. where it's it's cool, you know. <laughs> I, because to me, it's like a, a parent and their children. You know what I mean? It's like knowing that cognitively, you're just not gonna get it. So it's okay, you know. It's okay, but then here y'all come with these goddamn posts, right? <laughs> and that's and like and I saw people. They were sharing, like, I know this right. And I hit share from their post so they could see that I shared it. And I was just like, this is type of shit that I'm talking about. Because once I get in this argument, not going to say argument, in this conversation with you, because I don't have shit to argue about because, one, I know I'm right. So <laughs> <laughs> we ain't got nothing to argue about. But once we get into this conversation, I'm then thinking in the back of my mind, my mom serves Jesus. My sister served Jesus. My, my ancestors, niece, you know what I'm saying, served and loved. Right. Still love. I don't bother old people. Absolutely. Now you old, I let you have Jesus. I don't bother you. Chad, I still might say thank you, Lord, thank <laughs> you, Jesus. You know, I went to church this weekend and yeah. last weekend. I sang, I won't complain, and I meant that shit. And I'm gonna tell you when, when my cousin used to always say this: is uh, things are more the same, and it really didn't register with me. I had a friend that committed suicide, sang at his funeral. When I, I sing with my eyes closed, I'm a coward. But <laughs> but when I opened my eyes, those people were losing their shit. And when I sat down, I was like, you know what? My heart was pure and my intentions were pure. 
And I feel like with, and I tell everybody all the time, it's the, it's the intention of behind mm-hmm. shit. When it comes, to, I don't give a fuck. If you want to cast a spell, it, it like that intention. They'll be doing that anyway. The old right. folks already told you. Some folks ain't praying for you; they, they praying, praying on yeah, you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, they didn't call it witchcraft or cast I mean, a spell, but it's the same shit. And they things, called it hoodoo though, for yeah. real. But things are the same. <laughs> There's a book about hoodoo and like how prominent it is in Memphis as well. Yeah, uh, it, I have a book. It's by my friend Tony Kell. If you're yeah. watching, Tony, I saw you love this uh, post by author Tony Kell, and um, I think it's called Memphis Hoodoo. Yeah, I have it. I saw that. Oh, have a fine copy Ebo. of it. Yes, um, it's an Ebo, probably broom closet, probably Memphis Conjure, which is a black owned. If you're a spiritualist, um, hey, Mister Sesame. Hey, Justin, what's up, girl? Um, is a black owned. Spiritual store down summer. Shout out to um, the owners of Memphis Conjure. But yeah, I um, what was that? I just wanted to say that too. Like you know, a lot of times we get so crossed up in the shit that we were taught were right, and we just refuse to do shit. Like to just step out of those boxes, and because this world is so much bigger, yes. I've got to the point where I'm I'm really trying to find like tangible proof of like another universe like another world because <laughs> i'm just like this world once you get to the research it's like you get further and further and if there are anyone any people who are listening send me your email addresses i have a bunch of books that will kind of go more in depth about what we're talking about i have it on my google drive and i'll be willing to send it to anybody and that's the thing i put it on facebook one time i was like i got a bunch of books put the titles so many people were inboxing me privately. Pastors. Y'all always be want to know. know. Even when Beyonce came out with a lemonade, people was inboxing me. I was like, look, if y'all want to know, just inbox me. I had people yeah. blowing me up. So y'all definitely um, be giving desperation, too. And, too, if it comes to a man or woman in love or relationship, y'all really be doing the most when it comes to the spills. Anyway, yeah. I just step and- into both. It, it can work. It can work. Like it can work. Like like I said, when I saying last week, it took those people seven minutes to get their shit together. Like they had a mic tiles. Like people were clowning, but I meant it because like bitch, I've been going through as well. So sometimes singing because like gospel is those are my roots. Yes, I don't let go of that. Like I don't hate Christianity. I don't hate Christians. I just hate the system. There was a time though. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, fucking, <laughs> absolutely. I was an asshole on. Yeah, I grew that. I was waking up. Thank and, God for growth. Thank you, Lord. Me and my boyfriend broke up <laughs> <laughs> because I was not having that shit because I was so angry and I felt robbed of so much because it was like from coming from my standpoint, I knew something was off all this time and I knew that it was nothing wrong with the way mm. I was feeling, you know, but it was just like, oh my God, I felt so free. I remember texting her like that that night. I had a dream I was on a fucking it's not funny. <laughs> I, was so I had a dream I was on a fucking magic carpet and I was flying through Egypt. Like I was like, bitch, this I felt so good. I felt free. But anyway, um but yeah, I wanna say that like and before we go, I want to I had one more question to ask her too, but on far as this topic, like losing there's also that fear, and it took me back to trying to come out like come out of the closet. That fear of losing family members and friends. Oh. Um I don't know if I had that fear until it happened. Oh, it definitely happened. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, I, I, it happened. Yeah, I had a friend that like me and this person talked every morning. 
Child, I had a friend. I coordinated their whole wedding. My mama and his mama had, like, it's two Britneys. It was supposed to be two Brandon. My mama branched off and named my brother Michael. Yeah. But, like, our mama was his best friend and, like, coordinated him and his wife with it. And he was like, Chad, Britney, shit, we can't come over our house no more. And, and I'm the type of person where I'm so considered. Like, when I was going through my changes, I was asking my friends, like, look, there's some things happening with me. I don't want to offend nobody again. Right. Are we still going to be okay? This person was like, yeah, child. Yeah. My friend, and my friend was like a minister. And and I was like, bitch, you were the one who was there that I thought to, in any way, try to at least help me through this process. But, like, they completely cut me the fuck off. <laughs> nah, we, for real. We just started back talking uh, maybe, like, two years ago. It took me a minute to get over it. Um, and in my experience, some people who have, like, even people that weren't close, like people who were just my Facebook friends or, you know, if things I share, I'm always sharing my hey wisdom or my downloads. But, like, people who were just my Facebook friends that I had been to church with, they, I mean, shit, my cousin be hanging out with people that deleted me that I was I don't hang out with that bitch. She hang out with my, <laughs> she hang out with who I hang out with. But, you know, like, people would deleted me all the time. But also, they'll come back years later when they have kind of realized. And I appreciate that. I'm always open with people come back because I understand. I get it. I, I totally, totally understand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it's just, you know, I just, I want to challenge people to just see beyond the lens though. Yeah. Like, like people in church, just I really pay say, attention to yourself. Right. You see, a, are you, you living according to the set of what's going on and really don't try to make things nine times out of 10. We are not, no. but the problem lies in when we try to make that way fit with something that is, Telling you they don't agree with that. And you like, well, now, like you, you have to figure out, okay, like, God don't give a fuck about all that. <laughs> Probably. But you don't get to say God don't give a fuck about that and still be saying I'm a Christian and I'm going to do this. Because, no, you're going to hell according to what you have subscribed to. Yeah. There's no making it fit. You're going to free yourself or you're going to be, it, you know. Bound. It's, yeah, it's one or the other yeah. now. Ain't no one foot in, one foot out. You know the old folks just tell us. Yeah. I um I always just felt like you know people always say in church you can tell the, the tree by the fruit it bear like look at me as a person and if who if what I subscribe to and I don't subscribe to religion at all I tell people all the time my religion is love and if you can't love if I can love you through your shit you should be able to love me through my shit and I know there are times in life like people can't really kind of fathom the thought of because we think about it. Before you and my other cousin, I didn't know anyone in my life that I loved that didn't believe what I believe. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It was just a it was a common thing in black families. But you know, you get people that are well read. And when I got to the point of like just watching your posts way before I started studying myself, I was like, "This motherfucker making sense." You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? And I can't argue with none of this because it fucking makes sense. And all I know is. I love Jesus because the Bible tells me so. You know what I'm saying? But it just, you know. I mean, and in terms of, like, the subset of this, you know, my cousin was like, who comes first in your house? The goddamn kids. They're the only one who's here who can't fend for themselves. They're the only one who can't get a fucking job. Right. They're the only one who can't fucking cook without burning their fucking hand. They come first. They yeah. both have our responsibility. Yeah. And I don't have any system over me that tells me that's right. I'm governing shit. Right. And that's the thing, like, logically in my heart as a mother i know i love my husband dearly he's in the comments that's my fucking best friend um but she he might not be my husband next week right that's, that's the what, reality that's and my children 
will always, always be an extension of me. Yeah. So, goddamn it, they come first. And if he had a problem with that, he's on there right now. <laughs> He'll be fucking divorced. Right. Shit. My mama always said that when my dad, well, they would, of course, joke about it. My mama would always say, you may not always be my husband, but these will always be my children. I know so. I know too many stories, cousin, of kids feeling like or have watched their mama put them over a put a man your daddy before said, them. You, you know, you know y'all can't even their husband. Just putting a man over them. Period. So I just feel like a real mother and a real father. That shouldn't be a question. Like with you. When I asked you that earlier, I was like, I already knew your answer. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I know for a fact your husband don't have a problem with it because any grown man or woman He's should want agree. the kids He's to like, be priority. He's like, our children come first. Yeah. You have the house on fire. I'm not going to get a grown-ass man. They I'm cannot get fend for themselves in any, any way. way. They can't cook the food. They can't go buy the food. I mean, of course, we're guiding them and teaching them, but it can't be their full responsibility to – I mean, they can help out, but they no. are – all Absolutely dependent not. on us, right. literally. Latoya Luckett. It came from Latoya Luckett. I saw a video of her earlier saying that in her new, in her next marriage, that she's going to put her husband first because that's the biblical order, which See? makes me go. Which really which argues is where my I, point. I don't want to like, go deep because I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. Let's yeah. just. That is just. Don't. I wouldn't subscribe to shit that tells me to let, leave my kids hanging high. And, and I'm sorry. Just be honest. If you. God damn it, that don't even feel right inside. <laughs> you know you got to have something telling you that that's wrong. Naturally, that that does not occur unless you just trying to call yourself getting right church and let's go home. But in a natural way, bitch, them your kids. Be your kids. Quit being stupid. Yeah. Yeah, so. Anywho, and, um, and if God ain't with that, then shit, I don't do him. So that's why I ain't bound. Yeah, and that's, that's what I'm saying. I always tell people, Suka, I've been seeing the comments as well. People have been saying it's just the fear is real. Nina Simone quoted it, and I take this everywhere I go. She says, freedom is no fear. I love that for you, Maurice. Yeah. Yes, on your own journey, deconstructing your mind. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Also, remember to, like my cousin and I, also, once you deconstruct, once you tear things down, be sure to relearn and Construct because in that open space of cosmology of any religion is just all possibility, and things can happen that are constructive or destructive. It ain't really no right or wrong. You're going to heaven or hell. It's just you gonna break it apart and put it back together continuously. And it's a process. It's mm-hmm. a process. Yes. I, 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 um, before we got now, my cousin has to be somewhere really, real soon. Uh. I had to. I Look went my through. Husband. Y'all I see, he's coming. The husband shouldn't allow that either. That's Period. right. I had to go through. Um, I experienced devastation. Uh, Ooh, I, I yes. experienced heartbreak. heartbreak. I experienced anger. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> anger, yes. And you know, and then after a while, my cousin came with things are more the same, and it's the the longer this journey has been for me, it starts to become true and real because I can go into a church. And have a ball. Yes. I can go into anyone's place and I can take something from it. Yes. And I think Christianity teaches us to close our minds to anything that's not Christ or not Jesus or preaching from this and one it's book. So much more and it wonder in the world. Life like, is so much bigger. The world is so much greater yes. than what we were taught behind, taught behind these books. And when you get into that, we don't want to get too deep, but it's so many books that was taken out of their Bible, but we'll get to another episode. Apocrypha, maybe. just it, Google it. Google, yeah, I was like, Google the <laughs> Apocrypha. It's so many books. Like, that's the thing that lets you know that people, it was a control, it was all about control. People chose what they wanted y'all to digest. 
And uh, but anyway, I hope y'all enjoy. Shout out to our friends that stuck by us, though. Right, them riders that stayed down the whole, the time, whole time and still and just down. Listen to me. Yes. Let me rant. Let me talk crazy because yes. it was it wasn't personal. And no one in the end the they system. gonna believe it. I'm not right. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had a friend like you know I still believe in Jesus. Y'all like it's cool. And they still gonna do what y'all do together. And I ain't gonna judge them. I'm gonna let them be. But right. you know. Shout out to y'all Right so Thank y'all for tuning in I hope y'all enjoy I gotta have my cousin back So we can go deeper Into this Yes uh, But uh, we, we might just, have to do a, a In person For deeper cousin uh, boy, boy please whatever We could That might have to go bigger moon. Yeah <laughs> Oh <Ooh>, yeah Y'all <laughs> well, gonna yeah, love that We can do that uh, But yeah Make sure you guys Hit the subscribe button as well And um Before I go Make sure y'all check out My cousin. Thank you for inviting website. me on here cousin Of course yeah, I had yeah. to of course. You, Thank you. Yeah, I love on. you. I love my cousin. Yeah, I know that. But yeah, make sure y'all check out her website as well, Charlotte and Pickens. I'm telling y'all, you will not uh, regret it. It's some really, really good stuff, and she's selling like a lot of good shit. Uh, there, there, maybe, maybe so. But part anyway. two, if we, if it's in person, we, of course, yeah. the cameras will be rolling, so y'all can we can still have people see it come online. and ask questions. Yes. I really think that'll be dope. Have yes, people in ask questions. Well, please, whatever I live. Do, part I do two. have an extra. That sound uh, real fast. I do have an extra with uh, DJ Juice the Great on the ones hey. and twos. Hey, ooh. he turns thrive up. Like, ooh, I was like, ooh, you ain't telling me. <laughs> hey, Kyle, just said you ain't telling me because bump like this. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, also, next week is my season finale. So. <laughs> Uh, I do 15 episodes every season next week. Again, if you guys are familiar with my Facebook page, my dad is a fucking fool. <laughs> next week, I will have my mom and my dad as my two special guests for next week. So also, if you are listening and you do know uh, the story between, well, the dynamic rather between my father and I, I am allowing you guys to send me questions. Email me at boypeacewhatever23 at gmail.com or you can uh, DM me on Instagram at underscore boypeacewhatever or TikTok boypeacewhatever or Facebook dsmith2. So I'm going to allow you guys to send questions for me to ask my mother and father uh, questions about me, my lifestyle, my sexuality, me having a podcast, me as a child, whatever you want to ask them. They've been together for 40 years. So if you want marital questions, what the fuck ever is going to be a great, 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 great show. And uh, again, thank you to my cousin for coming on. I really enjoyed it. My you. pleasure, cousin. Thank you. I love you, too. you more than life. Woo, give it up and for Boy Please Whatever podcast, y'all. And um, I will see you guys on next Monday, season finale, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Peace.